testing, testing, testing. One, two, three, testing, testing, testing. Let's just see how the quality of this is. Oh, welcome back to another episode of Problematic in the series, How I Changed My Mind. My name is Caroline Dooner, and today I am talking to Ebony McDaniel. She is sharing her journey, her perspective as a black woman who changed her mind on BLM and the entire liberal narrative over the last few years. Um, I am not going to spend too much time before starting uh, the playback of our conversation. But hmm, I do want to say only because um, we don't really parse it out very much. I don't actually know what she thinks and I don't even really know what I think I just feel like this is a disclaimer for myself because I talk a lot about how I am a conspiracy theorist like I do believe there are conspiracies I let myself theorize about them I let myself read other people's theories about them but it doesn't mean that I believe them all I know there is a line or I believe there is a line I'm not always sure where the line is um like we talk about like in kind of discussing like how we kind of got into looking at things differently. We like throw out some of the conspiracies. I am undecided on a lot of them. Um, and I kind of take in a good amount of them just with curiosity. There are some that I do believe hardcore. Um, like I believe 9-11 was an inside job. That's an example. Um, but there are other ones where I'm like, well, I don't know. The earth could be hollow. There could be a cave system underneath. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked into that one. But that's just, it's just an example of we throw out these examples of conspiracy theories or talk about how we are a conspiracy theorist, at least for me. And I'm guessing for Ebony as well. It doesn't mean that we believe all of them, but it does have the ability to open up our minds. And once we realize that one is true, you start to kind of wonder just start to wonder anyway I just want to say that because uh I don't really know who my audience is at this point (laughs) I really don't I know that uh fellow conspiracy theorists are are definitely listening that may be the only people who are listening but there also may be people uh who are not and who maybe just need to hear that just because you are a conspiracy theorist does not mean you have no discernment whatsoever. In fact, I think it is important for conspiracy theorists, self, self-identified self conspiracy theorists to maintain discernment and to not just believe uh, just because it's a conspiracy theory, if that makes sense. Okay, I just wanted to say that for my own sake and um, let's just launch right into this conversation. Ebony, thank you so much for talking to me for my podcast, for this How I Changed My Mind series. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Yay. Will you just start off by introducing yourself for everyone who's listening? Yes. Um, I'm Ebony. Um, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> You're a writer. You're an I herbalist, am. right? I, yes. I am a writer. Well, trying to be a writer. I am an herbalist. I currently... Um, I have my own business. I make natural remedies using vitamins and herbs and other natural things to just help heal my people. And so, (laughs) yeah, that's what I do. I just, I just love to help people. And now I'm here to let people know that it's okay to talk. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, we connected on Substack, and then you did the creativity club that I ran in the fall. And, um, it was really cool to just like, when I started writing all my stuff on Substack, I literally was like, well, I guess I'll just see if how many people I can keep like of the people who liked me before, like Mm -hmm. people were leaving and hating. And I know I like changed the subject that I was writing on and I also changed my worldview. So Mm -hmm. I got that people were leaving, but never did I 
think that like new people <laughs> would find my writing and be like, oh, I like this. Like, I just didn't consider that that was a possibility. Um, so it was just really cool to connect with you and just see that you were like, yes, I agree with yeah. all of this. Literally all of it. <laughs> like Every post you post, I'm like, dude, yes, Caroline. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> exactly you get it (laughs) it's so crazy so let's so let's launch into your own story maybe like starting with what your what your worldview was like where you were a couple years ago um and then just kind of take us through the evolution yeah so a few years ago I would say I was probably in the liberal boat you know I was all about Black Lives Matter and like we need it all about equality and like LGBT like yes like we all need to be accepted and and equal and all these things and like I wasn't um anti-Trump but I also wasn't like pro-Trump either like I was kind of like in like the middle I don't really care right 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 I feel like it was so easy to to be like I don't, I don't know if brainwash is too strong of a word, but I feel like I was just brainwashed to hate Trump, just be like so grossed out, so disturbed and just, but like on a, on a really extreme level, extreme level. Yeah. Where it's kind of impressive that you were like, whatever. I don't really care. (laughs) Like, I can't tell you how many conversations I've overheard where people are just like, so so anti-Trump to the point where like they're getting so worked up and like red in the face and I'm like upset like like disturbed (laughs) like and and that's what I felt like happened to me where I was just like I I was it was like affecting me where I was like oh no oh no oh no (laughs) I almost feel like I don't know I almost feel like that's by design to just get so yes yes so riled up Mm -hmm. 100% agree 100% but like so like I started I would say like changing my mind about the society we live in in general honestly more it started like around like fall of 2019 like just like a little bit before the pandemic started because that's when I like started to become aware of the conspiracy theories that were out there like that's when I started reading about like the whole like people think the landing on the moon was fake and like hollow earth and like that's when I like started to like become aware of those things I was like huh okay interesting interesting it's kind of cool that you were primed before because I feel like 2020 (laughs) is when people were like what the fuck is going on and they're like more open to like what like Mm -hmm. what do I not understand it's really cool that like you were prepped well that's yeah 2020 was when I was like really diving into it because like when the whole when the pandemic started and like the whole George Floyd thing happened like that was when I was like I don't know what to believe I don't know what to think I don't know how to feel and like at that time like we were already started to be isolated because of the whole lockdowns and things like that but like that's when I like moved out I like moved off to live by myself like I was living with roommates for a few years so like I was finally living alone so like that was my time where I like truly isolated myself and like really dove deep dove deep into the conspiracy theories and like watching documentaries about the Rothschilds and like how the media is owned by like big pharma and like one percent of the population and things like that and like Mm -hmm. that's when I really started to be like okay like things are not the way they are trying to portray it like there are some things out there that they are hiding from us that people need to know things are fucked up but like with the whole um George Floyd thing that happened like I feel like majority of people know what happened with George Floyd mm-hmm. um I I will say that I did fall for it like I I because they were like really glorifying that whole thing sensationalizing his death and like I fell for it like I I went to the protests I posted my black square like there was no reason for me <laughs> to post a black square but I did it because I felt like I needed to be I don't know, like part, join like the take bandwagon. Action, take yeah. action, like, yeah, yeah. Like help in some way. Exactly. Or, yeah. I was like, this is like an interesting thing that's happened in society right now. And I feel like I need to be on like the right side of history, quote unquote. Did it like, do you think, do you feel like it had an effect on 
the way you perceived that you were being treated? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like not right away. It was more so like I would say a year later is when I started to feel the effects of how I felt I was being perceived in society. Interesting. Like, like I said before, I was like, I was all for it. I was like, this is wrong. Like, I can't believe this is how the police are treating people. Like something needs to change about this. Like, I wasn't like, um, like all cops are bad, but I was like something, things need to change. Like this is, this is not right. But then I would say once I started to like open my eyes to like how the media was just like pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and glorifying this whole thing, I was like, okay, maybe this is not what I thought it was. And like at that time, so like fast forward a year later, like that's when like the vaccines started to roll out and everything too. Mm-hmm. So like just life in general was just chaotic. So I was like, I don't know what's going on, but something's clearly going on. Right. So you were basically having like an awakening of yeah. sorts and changing your worldview on everything else. Yes, exactly. But so you the- were holding on to this like other part, this other part of the quote unquote narrative we could, one could right. say. Exactly. Exactly. So like, there was just so many things going on. I was like overwhelmed. So then and I, again, time- I, sorry, I don't want to interrupt no, you, but ahead. I feel like that's also by design. It was like, yeah. it was chaos. It was it absolute was. chaos mayhem. People were stressed and desperate and, mm-hmm. and terrified in a million different ways. And like, it was impossible to like be calm exactly. <laughs> about anything, you know? There was no peace in society for, for a while. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But so then at that time I was like, you know what? Like I, I, I'm just like so overwhelmed right now. Like I'm just not. And so I didn't, I just like turned off everything. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to listen to the news. I don't want to read anything. Cause like during the pandemic, I mean, like even before the pandemic, I wasn't really watching the news or anything like that. But like, because of the pandemic, I felt like, okay, like I need to be informed about what's going on. So I did start watching the news. I started watching CNN and I had the stupid CNN app on my Mm -hmm. phone. And I was like, okay. (laughs) You were watching CNN while also deconstructing and yes. kind of going down. That's really interesting. Then you can yeah. almost just like see, well, I, I had a similar thing where I started seeing the world in a split screen where I was like, Oh, I don't know what's real. I know mm-hmm. what both the opposite sides think about every single thing that's happening. And I don't know, like, I don't know what's, what's right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. I truly don't know. <laughs> so, so I was like, I'm just going to turn this off. I'm not going to ingest what the media is pushing on us. I'm just not. And that's when I started to realize like the difference in the way that people were not only treating me, but just like treating each other in general. Mm. Like, like I, I could just give like, I can like say a few instances where like now if I'm like meeting new people, whether it's at a bar or I'm meeting friends through a friend, there is always one instance, one person that brings up race and like puts mm-hmm. me on the spot about being black. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> right. why? I hate this. You are putting a spotlight on me that I did not ask for. Like, why is this happening? And it's not like they're being, being like overly rude or racist or anything like that. But it's like, like, for instance, we met these group of guys we are watching live music and one of the guys just like randomly was like I can't believe they're playing all this white music like they should play other music like this is ridiculous like so much white music I'm like dude what first of all what in your head made you feel like you needed to say that to me and second of all what response were you looking for like right so was this a white guy saying yes yes so it's almost like like what I sort of noticed like both especially on the internet and also in real life is that like it essentially made people think about race more more exactly like it's almost like people are starting to become a little bit racist it's like I feel like before. Yeah, it's like it did the opposite thing where they're just thinking, yeah. they're like, well, you're different because you've been treated di-. like, it's like, well, yeah, wow, that's good to like it, be thinking that to be thinking but- that. And also that's not true because like how I grew up, I feel like I really wasn't 
what they what the media is saying like I wasn't marginalized I wasn't discriminated against I feel like I had a very fucking solid (laughs) childhood like there was no I feel like everyone was good with each other like (laughs) what the fuck and now now it's like race is like the number one thing that people talk about and notice and it's like dude it feels like we're going backwards it really feels like we are going back I know it's not (laughs) Yeah, I see. I I see it. I see. I feel like they're really when I was young, like I genuinely, genuinely didn't think about it. Like one of my best friends in middle school was black and I never like I literally it just didn't matter. And it wasn't like, oh, I know all these things. It was like we knew about slavery. We knew about Mm -hmm. that there were racist people in the world. Like we knew that that was a fact because there are. And we knew that it had been a problem. We knew that for some people it's still a problem, but we were like, oh, but we're good now. Like we right. all for the most part. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> we're good. Society's good, especially in America. Like we're fucking good. We we ended slavery. Like we had a civil rights movement. I feel like in this point of life, everyone is ex- accepting of everyone for the most part. Like we are good to go. And now in the last few years, it's almost like we're going backwards. We're going back. To- it's almost <laughs> like a brainwashing of like, of like being like saying to white people, you are racist. You are racist. You are racist. And saying to yeah. black people, like people are racist against you. It's almost against like, it's you. like this whispering in your ear where you're like, Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. And yeah. it's making everyone crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like now I'm starting to be aware of like, the color of my skin. I'm starting to like feel like people are perceiving me differently. Opposite of what it's supposed to be. I don't want that. I don't want that at all. Yeah. No. It's like, and I've heard it. Like, it was really. I I could tell something was wrong. Like, I could. I just kept saying in summer 2020. I was like, wow, this is just French Revolution vibes. Like, I just, (laughs) I just kept like feeling that. Like, I was like, oh my gosh. I just feel like this is not going to end well. This is just like, everyone's like ratcheting so much and like trying to take everyone down and point the finger and be like, hear this, hear that. Right. And then it was so healing to hear black women and black men be like, this is super infantilizing. Like you're treating me like a baby. Exactly. Like you're making it seem like just because of the way that I was born, which I literally had no fucking control over, you're making it seem like I need help. Right. <laughs> yes. Literally. Like yeah. I can't function in society without your help. Right. Literally, just because of the color of my skin. Like that makes no sense. It makes zero yeah. sense. And it makes me feel like there's something wrong with me. Like what? <laughs> right. It's ba- I, I mean, really do see how it's backfiring. Like yeah, on a social level, on a mental level for everyone, for absolutely everyone. It's, it's on just- an insane level. Like to the point, like a couple weeks ago, I was reading an article about how uh, a university in Canada, so it's in Canada, but like one of their, one of their things that they're implementing is like, they're going to have like safe spaces just for people of color and like white people can't go in them in them and I'm like dude is this not segregation is this not what the civil rights movement was fighting for like I don't or fighting against I don't understand no I know it's it's really if you can like I don't think it's funny at all I think it's really scary but yeah you can step out and look from the inside it's almost like you just want to be like laughable dude humans are so stupid (laughs) like why can't they figure this out I know like my boyfriend and I say this all the time like we're living in a clown world right now like yeah things are just like ridiculous on an insane level right now yeah it's it's, crazy it's, it really it really really is so what was the thing that like were there some instances where you that like made you change your mind about, I guess, the narrative, so to speak, or was it just like a slow crumbling away? I would say it was both. It was both a slow crumbling crumbling away, but like, so just to go back a little bit, um, around the time that the vaccines rolled out, I was already like super hesitant about 
vaccines in general and getting one I was like because like I feel I genuinely feel like I got the coronavirus before the pandemic was official mm-hmm. like I got super super sick like December 2019 January of 2020 mm-hmm. and so I was already like you know what like I feel like I'm good I don't need to get the vaccine I feel like I am a, not like crazy healthy but like I'm, I'm somewhat healthy I feel like I would be good if I were to get it Mm-hmm. but just like your friend on the previous podcast said like if she didn't isolate herself she would have gotten the vaccine because of the peer pressure mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened to me like because of the, the peer pressure from the media and also my friend group I ended up getting one and to this day I fucking regret that decision so much so 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 much but um you know with the vaccines how you have to like wait three weeks before you get the second shot well um I got the vaccine and I ended up getting like super super sick like literally a few hours after getting the vaccine I got really sick and I was like down for the count for like a week and then after that I like went out to a bar and I met this guy um who's currently my boyfriend to this day but I met him (laughs) (laughs) yes I met him and he was the first person who was like who had the same thoughts that I was having regarding to society but who was also quote-unquote anti-vax he was like like I didn't get it I'm not going to get it like I don't trust it I don't believe it like he was the first person to say anything like that and I was like did he say it right away like were you talking about that right away or was that something that you learned about him like a little bit into dating it was it it was honestly it was kind of like right away like within the first few days of knowing each other okay like talked about it and like he told me and I was like wow this is cool. I've literally not have not met anyone else who has had these feelings. So this is cool. Like other than my family who didn't get the vaccine, but like outside of that, I was like, huh, this is interesting. And so like he, he's honestly one of the big reasons that I started to change my mind about everything, mm-hmm. literally everything. Cause he lived in um, New York city at the time of the whole George Floyd thing. And he was talking about how like literally on his street is where the protests and the looting was happening. Oh. But like, like after hours, he would see like the, the, the sneaky shit and that like how, like, for instance, there would be van after van that would pull up with people and they would go and like smash the stores and like take things and loot and whatever. And like the police were standing right there, not doing a goddamn thing about anything. They're like letting it happen. Right. Yeah. And then like right before like the the next day would come up and like people would start to wake up and like start their day, like the, the police would be like, okay, like time to wrap up. Let's go. You, like you have like 20 minutes to get out or, or else we'll start to arrest people. And like the majority of people left, but he was saying like the few that stayed back, the police like threw them in the car for like not even five minutes and then would let them go. So like he was like saying there was already shenanigans that he was seeing in terms of the protests and things like that i saw i mean were you seeing the videos of people going up and being like why are these why is there a pile of bricks right here on this corner on the corner of this road right next to this big window where did these come where did it come from and it was like a black guy at the protest being like we are being set up to look like it was crazy to look bad to look just yeah. so bad to look uh, bad and to like raise just essentially like raise racial tensions exactly and to piss people off and like to divide people like that's 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 honestly what I feel is what the agenda of majority of this was was just just to create so much tension between people that we started to divide each other and point fingers at each other instead of mm-hmm. pointing fingers at them Mm -hmm. (laughs) looking at them and what they're actually doing to our society and how they're trying to literally ruin America but like yeah so it's just so (laughs) disturbing like I I get why people are like no they would never do that like I I get get it I 100% get it it's like such a horrible reality because you're Mm -hmm. like why would and this is what I used to say when I was like learning about a lot of conspiracy stuff I was like I was like, why would anyone go to the trouble (laughs) of this? And like, 
that it would stay under wraps, but there are whistleblowers. Like yeah. there are, yeah. and right. they're threatened too. Yeah. So like they, they're not loud and proud about it. They go through these back channels that you have to be willing to like look to. Right. Yeah. But I get why people are like, I don't believe that. I think you're just, you know, looking for drama. Like I get it. I okay. get it. Yeah. Cause it and... sounds absolutely insane. It really does. <laughs> it does. It really does. <laughs> and I have now seen too much evidence that I just can't. Yeah, I can't exactly. look the other way. Exactly. There's just, there's way too many coincidences to, for it to just be a coincidence. Like, right. no, like at this point, you got to look at yourself and be like, okay, like <laughs> there's just so many examples out there. Like, I feel like something is up. Like there's yeah. something going on. There's more to it than what they're than, saying. Yeah. Than what meets the eye. Exactly. Exactly. So, so you had started kind of deconstructing other beliefs in 2019 mm-hmm. into 2020, held on to the kind of BLM narrative through 2020. Mm-hmm. Now we're in 2021. You've started dating your boyfriend and he is saying he's kind of your like, <laughs> yeah, conspiracy. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the word is, but he's like, the- He's yeah, like the, like the, the, the voice of reason. Yeah. Yeah. And he, <laughs> but, so he starts to kind of like, be like, Hey, this, this other thing is mm-hmm. also kind of suspicious too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it makes it even better because he's white. So it's like, huh? Okay. So like someone who's part of the majority, who, part of the majority, majority who's quote unquote, supposed to be racist is saying these things this is interesting. <laughs> right. And uh, like, unfortunately, like basically when I say conspiracy stuff, people are like, wow, I didn't know you were a white supremacist. And it's like, what? <laughs> <sighs> How, like that, that's like the, that's like literally it's so lumped together in one yeah. category that it's like, yeah. if you question this narrative, you are a Trump supporter, which means yeah. you're a white supremacist, which right. means which that means like all bigot, of these things, means- right. And it's, yeah, it's really, exactly. it's crazy. That's, that's what he says too. He's like, like, he wants to, he wants to do what you're doing and like talk to people and just be like, wake the fuck up, dude. Like, right. There's like, there's so much shit, but it's like the same thing. If he were to say it, like he's a fucking white male. So they're going to be like, oh, like you're privileged and you're a white supremacist and blah, blah, blah. Right. But and then, here's the thing, like, ha- like sometimes I'm like, well, Sorry, I, I actually keep on going. I'm, I'll say this later. It doesn't matter. Keep going. Oh, I was, I was just going to say, but then you have me <laughs> who was a black woman who is seeing the exact same things, who's saying the exact same things. So then am I also a white supremacist and a bigot? And even though I'm also someone who's supposedly marginalized and who, who needs help living in society, like, which is it? The sad and- part is there are people who would say that who are like oh you're just like you're just brainwashed (laughs) you're just brainwashed to hate black people like that's literally and it's like okay that is literally the most insulting thing you could say to someone right right like people aren't realizing how insulting and borderline racist the things that they are believing are it's it's crazy It really is because they're just saying what they think they're supposed to say. Exactly. And it's the kind of thing where like, yeah. And like back when I was liberal, I literally just like heard the name Candace Owens. And I heard that Candace Owens was a black woman who hated black people. Like that's, Mm -hmm. I heard that. I believed it. I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't even know who this Candace Owens is, but she is conservative. She sucks. Therefore she hates black people (laughs) herself. Mm -hmm. And I just like, I just believed everything I heard. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's just, it's just so interesting. Like what, then what it takes to be, to be willing to like deconstruct your worldview, because it is a scary, like, it's really helpful. Like, it's great that you had your boyfriend. It also sounds like your family kind of gets it and isn't like super extreme either, but like, it can be really, really lonely and really isolating, Mm -hmm. especially with all of the assumptions that people make about you and how you Mm -hmm. like, don't, fit in with like the group anymore um when you're trying to deconstruct this like narrative right yeah like it's so it is so lonely like I said like when I started doing a deep dive into 
quote unquote conspiracy theories and all these things. Like I, I purposely isolated myself. I wasn't aware of that at the time, but like, like I was feeling like I felt like an outcast. Like I felt like I was the only one having these thoughts and I felt like, okay, like, am I the one who's like falling for shit? Right. Believing I, lies? I know. <laughs> like, I know. I was I like, crazy? I was like, there, someone's wrong. Yeah. Someone's wrong. And I hope it's not me. Like, yeah. and, and I also was super, I'm, I still am, but I was actually writing my second book at the time. And a big mm-hmm. theme of the book was cult mentality mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. I was deconstructing everything. And I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> yeah. I was like, which one is the cult? Because, right. Q, because QAnon was culty too. Like, absolutely. even though I think that they are right about some things, I about don't know exactly things. where the line mm-hmm. is. I never was like specifically like in, like, I never was like, in QAnon circles or anything online. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know. I don't know the extent of like, you know, the, I will I, say I was in some QAnon, like, like telegram chats. Like I wasn't like involved, but I was like, in Oh yeah. Them enough to, like, I, have, I was like, I have them. followed some. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And then there are the ones that are like, where I'm like, okay, every single comment is legitimately anti-Semitic. Like, yeah. we're like, okay, like, I'm like, okay, no, this is definitely too far. Yeah. And like, so it was a weird thing to navigate. And there was a time when I was like slowly kind of like coming out on Instagram, like mm-hmm. slowly, slowly, slowly being like, well, I think things are weird. And I do think some conspiracy. And someone said something about QAnon and I was like, well, QAnon is a, is a cult and is culty, but they're right about something right right and people were like what do you mean (laughs) QAnon is right about something you're a witch oh my god exactly (laughs) and I was like well like I get it I get it it's this thing it's like it's like uh, it's like as soon as you like say something that makes someone think that you like agree with the bad people it's like literally can't compute can't hear like no no well like have you have you considered that maybe they're right about half and wrong about half or right about a quarter and wrong about 75 percent like have you ever considered that that's a possibility nope the logic turns off and the open-mindedness turns off and it's like no you're saying you're like saying these things that the media is telling me what right, white supremacists and QAnon following people say. So you're a bigot and you're yeah. a racist and you're all these things and I'm not going to listen to you and you should be ostracized from society. And it's like, no, or we should have an open mind and we should be able to hear other people's differing perspectives. <laughs> yeah, I know. What a concept. The crazy thing too is I real like I realized my own brainwashing, my own liberal brainwashing when I started seeing that there were like many black people who were conservative and who didn't agree mm-hmm. with the liberal narrative, I was like, my brain couldn't compute. I was like, what? I mm-hmm. thought all conservatives were racist. Like I like, could, <laughs> I like literally, and it, this is like before I like fully deconstructed. It was just like when I was trying to learn stuff and and try and figure out what was true. I literally, I found myself being like, wow, I really like, I do have really kind of black and white boxes about like what people must be like. And yeah, you know, like there was a lot to, to I felt that too. And then with that came like guilt and like almost shame in a sense for like feeling that, but like, it's perfectly, it's so normal because I feel like that's what they, they, done to society they've like made it so you feel like you are in this box and once you're outside of the box you're like holy shit yeah (laughs) holy shit there's so there's so much there's so much (laughs) there's like that a meme I'm gonna I'm gonna get it wrong but it's like this meme of these like people standing on high and there's like the people down below them fighting with each other and they're like yep Mm -hmm. that's what we have to keep we just have mm-hmm. to keep them fighting with each other so they don't they don't look at us yeah exactly exactly and that's exactly what's going on right now I feel like yeah and it and I do feel like there are like I I do feel like people are waking up mm-hmm. especially to like the vaccine stuff I, it's hard for me to tell because I did lose so many followers <laughs> so it's hard for me to tell like 
I would love to know the percentage of America for first, the percentage of the world too, but the percentage of America that woke up from, from just like us who, who had yeah. the same kind of like, whoa, something is wrong. I don't yeah. agree with what I agree with before from liberal to less liberal or more moderate or more conservative. Yeah. I, I would love to know. And I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's for, for me on Instagram right now, it feels like there are a lot of people who change their mind, but that could just be because those are the only people who stayed following me. And so I don't know. I really can't tell. I, I honestly think there are a lot of people like back when I was on um, TikTok, I don't have it anymore, but I would like see videos of people like talking about these these same things and like talking about different conspiracies and how people are like waking up to the truth and reality and like how again things are not the way they are making it seem like there are a lot a lot of people I feel like that are waking up yeah especially in America for sure yeah I know I just I haven't I guess we'll never know exactly the percentage but it's just so crazy because I know what it I know what it feels like to just shut it down and be like, Mm -hmm. no, they're bad. Like I really was like, I really genuinely believed that everyone from the South was racist, race. Yeah. Racist, homophobic, like terrible, stupid people. I just believed it point point blank. And there was a part of me that that would sometimes think like, Hmm, that's pretty judgmental of me <laughs> like yeah. that's pretty that's like kind of doing what pretty extreme I thought, what but... Doing. Yeah. but I like didn't know what to do with that like I didn't know how right. to like how to work that through I was like right. well I, I still think it's true mm-hmm. um so I understand like when people get really upset with the things that I'm now saying and alluding I I it's frustrating because I understand yes. like I actually understand how they feel why they think that and like how hard it is to be open-minded about oh, it. Right. Right. And come out of it. Cause like, like you said, it, it, it's very isolating. Once you do start to open your eyes to it, it's like, it's yeah, not, it's scary. <laughs> well, okay. So let me ask you, have you had any old friends come around, change their mind or have you mostly made new friends like with your new perspective? Uh, I, I would say there's like, I've only really ever like talked about my opinion and my perspective of things with my boyfriend, but Mm. then there's one friend who I like started to talk to about not, um, the whole BLM race thing, but more towards like the vaccinations and, and coronavirus and things like that. I started to tell her about my thoughts and opinions on that and how I felt like there was more to it and how the vaccines aren't as safe as they they claim it to be and she's like she's vaxxed and boosted and everything so I I can say that I was very scared to tell her yeah (laughs) I know I mean I totally get it I'm this I'm still the same way with people who I who I'm like I know that you already have a very, very strong, fully formed opinion mm-hmm. on my worldview. Mm-hmm. And I, and I know that whatever I say is probably going to fall on deaf ears. Right. So it feels pointless and it feels stressful. And I'm like exactly. judging that judging exactly. myself. I'm judging yep. myself through their eyes. Right. Like, like right. before I even say anything. Before you and say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm already making assumptions. And I'm like, I'm just stressing myself out for So did it not go well? It's no, it went great. Like she, oh. was, <laughs> <laughs> like she was so open-minded and she understood my perspective. Like she doesn't agree. Like we still have different perspectives, but she's still right. open to to how I feel. Because I was great. like so I was like, like with my background and like herbs, I'm like, I'm currently like making a a remedy for people who did get vaccinated and one who who want to like quote unquote heal themselves from mm-hmm. it and like detox and cleanse from it mm-hmm. and so I, I was like telling her about it about my new product and so that's when I was like okay in order to tell her about it I have to tell her my opinions and how right. I feel I know. and so I just I just ripped the bandaid off and I opened that door and 
And she was very welcoming. <laughs> she was I, so sweet. <laughs> that's so great. I do feel like a lot of the people who were super, super hardcore, like the first two plus years now that like, no one seems to care about the vaccine anymore. And everyone kind of understands that it doesn't really do anything. Uh-huh. People still kind of cling to it, doing something. Um, people are a lot not everyone, but people tend to be a lot more like, well, I do kind of see now that yeah. they went a little hard and, right. you know, it's still good. I still think everyone should have gotten it, but I understand that it doesn't really like people yeah. are a little <laughs> bit more willing to kind of concede just a little, maybe not totally change their entire perspective, but for a while it was really bad. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. And like, I actually like lost one friend like my best my college best friend uh not vaccine related but actually like race related it wasn't like like she had a friend that this was like one of the only few times that I've ever experienced racism in my life like I've hardly ever felt like people were racist towards me but with this instance I felt like that for the first time and I didn't feel like I had the support when that happened. And so mm. that was like this whole thing that happened. Like there's other factors that go into it, but like that, that was a loss that I endured, which was honestly really hard, really, really hard. Oh, and- I'm sorry. Wait, so you don't have to explain the situation if you don't want to, but was it, so this was after 2020? Yeah, this was like summer of 2021. And so was this the kind of racism you were talking about before where people are being racist, trying so hard not to be or like old fashioned racism? No. Yeah. This one was like old fashioned racism. Like he was actually being racist. And I was like, this is is awkward. This is weird. And like being the only black person, he like just made this like really racist comment. Like being the only black person in the room. I, I just like laughed it off because I didn't know what the fuck to say. I didn't know what mm. to do. I was just shocked. And I, I could tell that everyone else was shocked too. So they like, they like did the same thing. But then like, after I like took myself away from the environment, I, I like thought about it for a few weeks. I was like, wow, that was like really hurtful. And that was like yeah. a really, like, just like a very shitty thing that happened and like I just felt no support from my friends during that time and even after like no one said anything no one stood up for me granted I didn't stand up for myself either that's really interesting like after all of that like after all of the talk right exactly and that's exactly how I felt it was like this is your moment to like be the (laughs) beat be the person that you have been saying that you are and you didn't and I just felt so betrayed I felt so betrayed so insulted and just it was it was just a yucky experience and so oh man that that's so I mean that's such I'm so sorry that that happened but it's also just really interesting to like put in the context of these past couple years of like Mm -hmm. kind of like everyone is literally all talk right (laughs) yes yeah it's we like are. all Which, virt- virtue signaling. And when mm-hmm. it actually comes down to it, nothing, nothing no one happens. has become better, really. No. They've maybe just become worse because they're not new people are racist in new ways, trying yeah. not to be, exactly. but not actually helping when it would have been really helpful for you. Right. When it's actually time to be helpful and do something and nothing happens. Wow. Yeah. And so that was like a whole time. And like now I've since like forgiven them and I've even forgiven myself and forgiven that guy for everything that's happened. Like now it's just like, whatever it happened, I don't care. And like, I even tried to rekindle the friendship out of it, but like she didn't receive it, I guess. Oh, wow. Just a bummer, but like, okay, well then I guess that door is officially closed. Right. Right. Oh man. Yeah. It's just been crazy. It really has. It really has. Do you, okay. Do you feel like, um, do you feel like any improvements in your life or mental health with the new outlook or has it mostly just been isolated? 
isolating and like stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I will say for a while it did feel isolating, but like because I had my boyfriend throughout all of this and like he's had like the same exact beliefs and opinions, it's it's felt very it was it was like wasn't as bad right. as it would be for someone who didn't have a support system and didn't have someone in their life who was thinking the same things and believing the same things yeah and so with that and like now that I'm like really solidified in my beliefs when in regards to society it's it's like very I feel more at peace (laughs) it's almost like liberating in a sense because I'm just like I I know that my beliefs can change again in the future and that's okay like that's honestly what life is about is it's about opening yourself to different perspectives and learning and changing and discovering new things and I'm willing to believe that that happens with things you actually are believing and you are diehard about you're probably not gonna be diehard in a couple years and that's okay yeah. Yeah. It's hard to be like, well, I was wrong before. So odds are I'm wrong about something right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've, I've learned to believe that, or I've, I've realized that it's okay to be wrong about things. Mm. And like, I feel like that's one of the big problems in society is that people don't want to be wrong. Mm. Not only that they don't want to be wrong, but they don't want others to see that they were wrong. Right. And so they don't want to admit it. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel, I don't know. I feel at this different place that I'm in. I I feel good about it. I feel much more relaxed. I'm not as stressed. I'm not as, I don't feel lonely. I, I will say the, the anger (laughs) is still there. It's not at like the everyday people, but it's at the fucktards who are trying to take down our society. That's who I'm angry about. Yeah. <laughs> angry I mean, at. and that's a, that is definitely a healthier place to like place anger. I right. mean, anger can, I guess, hurt us in like, no matter what, cause it's just like hard to bear, mm-hmm. but it's just a more like appropriate, <laughs> it's like a more appropriate way to kind of like channel it. Right. Exactly. Um, it's just more accurate. <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) it really is more warranted um yeah wow so interesting anything else that you think is like a notable notable information or like a part of your story or something that you've taken away from changing your worldview it's just like when um I met my boyfriend we like started traveling together like literally just a few months into into knowing each other which is crazy but (laughs) we're still together now so that's cool but like um like the different cities and towns that we would travel to we've only been traveling throughout the U.S. so far but like I just see every even to this day like there's so many businesses and, and and places that have like the Black Lives Matter flag still up and and all the signs and like like no hate is here and I'm like aren't we past this right (laughs) aren't we past this like um your friend from the podcast before she was saying how she lived in Vermont for a while and how people in Vermont are very liberal and very left-leaning and that is so 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 true like we went to Burlington Vermont um I can't remember if it was winter of I think it was last year of 2022 or 2021, I should say. I actually went to Vermont in 2021 and I was like, whoa, everywhere there's a sign about about, like heat has no home (laughs) here. Like literally everywhere you looked. And I, I actually, it was 2020 actually. And I, I, 
I was just starting to change my worldview. So I was like, this is so weird because a year ago I would have loved it. I would have been like, wow, an amazing mountain town where people really get it. But then I was like, Ooh, I bet they like want to force me to get a vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was when we were there is when the vaccines were rolling out and everyone got to be vaccinated to go places. And it's like, dude, there's so many signs, so many, like there's a huge black lives matter sign, like in the middle of the downtown, you can't miss it. And I'm like, this place honestly is like 97% white. So who, who has this flag for? Are right. you just right. <laughs> virtual signaling right. to each other? Yes. I don't get it. Because yes. if that's the reason, then it's already coming from a shitty place. Like- yes. Yes. It's just like patting each other on the back. Right. Or patting yourself on the back. It's like hate has no home here unless you're unvaccinated, in which case exactly. we hate you because you hate everyone else. It's like, oh man. Do you not see the irony, dude. Do you not see it? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I remember that. I remember. I remember having those thoughts in Vermont specifically because I, and I remember being like, wow, I would have been so into this. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I would have wanted to move here and been like, this is the best (laughs) place on earth. And it is beautiful. It is. It is. It's it's a very beautiful place. Honestly, Vermont is so gorgeous, but it's like, I feel like now that it's been so long, they can't take it down. I feel like if they take the flag down then it's going to look weird. They're proving that it was a fad. They were jumping yeah. on so they could prove to themselves and everyone exactly. else that they were really, really, really good people. Exactly. Oh, it's just, and but again, it's like, I've been there. Like I've mm-hmm. thought that way. I've been like, well, this is good. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is like showing that I support the good cause. You know, right. like I actually do. I think it comes from a desire to be good. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, at this point, I think it's so interesting that people can't see kind of like the, like, you know, that meme that's like, I support the new thing, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like all the flags that have all, like been all like, of it. <laughs> um, like, and I was seeing that a lot during you, when everyone put up the Ukraine flag, that was the, mm-hmm. I support the new thing. It's like, it used to be BLM. It used to be all the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. It was the like trans flag or Pride, whatever. Right. You know, Ukraine. Right. Um, yeah, it's just so interesting. Well, it wow, really this has is. been a, such a great conversation. Um, I want you to tell everyone where they can find you on the internet. Yes. yes. So you can finally find me on my Substack. It's called thoughtsbyanother.substack.com. And I'm also launching, I'm doing like a rebrand of my current business and I'm going to be launching it. It's going to be called Alt Living. It's, it's, it's literally just like my way of living outside of the system. (laughs) Well, I was just going to say that's a really good branding because that could apply to so many things. So many things. Right. And so my new product is going to launch with all living May 1st. So if people who are interested, who got vaccinated and are kind of regretting it, like I am and want to just cleanse, (laughs) from the shit that's in it, then I'm willing, I am happy to offer like a discount for those who are interested. So I can like send a link. Ooh, yeah, that'd be great. I'll link to all of this stuff. I'll have this. Yeah, People will hear this and then I'll just like be able to link your website and your Substack and whatever the link is or the code is um, in, in the show notes. And I will have this out by then. Sounds good. <gasps> Yay. That's exciting. Perfect. This has been, this has been really good. Like this podcast is so amazing. I feel like you were doing great work here. Like you're actually having an outlet for people to just like speak freely and and express their opinions and perspectives and have a conversation. Even if, I mean, like, I know we don't have different perspectives. I think we, we kind of believe like the same things, but like for those who are listening to this and may not agree with everything we've talked about, at least they're like willing to have an open mind and have a space where they can hear differing perspectives. And I think that's beautiful. Oh my gosh. So thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. I have been so lost and like, I don't know, like what to write about. It's so hard, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. 
And then when I had this idea, I was like, oh, this is exciting. Like I got excited yeah. where I was like, I can do this. I can have Absolutely. conversations with people. Not how they change their mind. People love stories. Even people who don't, uh-huh. just like you said, even people who don't fully agree can still like get something from someone's personal story. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like, I feel like you're going to be like the new Joe Rogan. Oh my gosh. I, I like need, I need, I need to work a little harder. <laughs> I need to be more consistent with my, my podcast schedule. Um, but yeah, even a, even a teeny tiny little female Joe Rogan would be, exactly. I would take that. I would totally, totally take that. You know, I've decided that being famous is not like I want to be six, I want to be successful in an extremely niche way. Yes. That's exactly how I feel. Too. But being famous, I have touched, I've touched it. I've like been mini kind of author online Instagram, sort of baby famous. And mm-hmm. it sucked. It was like, yeah. it was like, oh, yeah. there was only like, there was, I think maybe if I did it built on an audience that I actually felt comfortable with, like that was mm-hmm. actually, you know, in for the long haul and not literally I built like my audience on people who were like I fucking hate you once I <laughs> in my mind so it was horrible but yeah the world is just so cruel and like cancel happy these days that like not being famous sounds really good to me it sounds amazing <laughs> it sounds amazing <laughs> honestly like I want to I want an audience but no fame I want exactly to like yeah that's exactly how I feel too. Cause like I was same as you, like I, I had like a, a little bit of an audience on TikTok before oh. I realized that it was, they were tracking you and like all oh, these yeah. things. Like, I know it's really bad. Yeah. It's really bad. But before <laughs> I had a little bit of a following and like with it, like I was talking about like kind of like the same things that I'm trying to do with all living is just like how to live a more peaceful life and like be happy and healthy and secure in who you are. And it was cool, but like at the same time, it's exhausting <laughs> to, yeah. to, to, to be in a position like that where anything you say can be misconstrued. And yes. what are you saying that <laughs> I shouldn't be taking my whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Like I mentioned something about like, I like did a little snippet of my opinion about the vaccines. Oh, uh, like back in 2021 and like people who weren't even following me found it and like started calling me anti-vax. And I was like, you know what, dude, <laughs> like, this is exactly what I don't want. I and yeah, you know what? Maybe I am anti-vax, whatever, but who cares? Right. It's become like a, like it legitimately has become a slur that people feel totally <laughs> justified using and like being like, well, they're anti-vax, they're an anti-vaxxer, they're like a dirty anti-vaxxer. Yep, exactly. And it comes with it. Like all of these, like really every other yeah. label. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. It's super crazy. And when people started calling me that, cause I was originally just saying like, I'm anti-mandate because it was just yes. too, like, exactly. it, I was trying to ease into it. And immediately you were called anti-vax for being anti-mandate. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's so stupid. I was like, well, I mean, I secretly am, but it's <laughs> so stupid because it's taking, there are people who are anti-mandate who are not anti-vax and like, yeah. it doesn't make sense that you're just lumping them all into one category. You're literally unwilling to listen. You're unwilling to listen to why someone might be anti-mandate but not anti-vax right or maybe anti-this-vax and not exactly they're really yeah it just was it was it was crazy it was a witch again it was it was french revolution vibes where it was Mm -hmm. like we are gonna kill you and Mm -hmm. take you to the guillotine and then Mm -hmm. we're gonna kill each other like that's how it felt it was crazy and it's like it's still that way but it had like i feel like things have died down for now i feel Mm -hmm. very wary i feel very like Hmm, I wonder, I wonder what's coming next. I wonder what the next thing is yes. <laughs> that people are, I support the next thing. I wonder what the next thing is coming that I won't support. <laughs> um, yeah, it's exactly. all crazy. Well, oh thank you gosh. so, so much. This is awesome. I'm, I should be able to get this out pretty quickly because I don't actually think that I have to do much editing on it. Honestly, okay. I'm just going to chop off the beginning and chop off this part. Yeah. Um, 
and I'll be able to get it out in the next couple of days for your May 1st um, extravaganza. I'm like with your whole Jesus stuff, like I'm starting to read like Bible verses too. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I know, I know. Believe me, this is like, this is the final frontier where I was like, oh, with all the other stuff, I was like, already like I cannot believe myself like I, I never mm-hmm. thought that I would like agree with conservatives I mm-hmm. like I already didn't recognize myself and then with the Jesus thing I was like oh no I was like no 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 I don't I can't even handle the words coming out of my exactly. mouth like I don't know what is happening to me all right if you want to listen to that sort of 10 minute conversation that we had after like this was like when we were <laughs> It was like after we were officially recording our official conversation, um, we sort of had this conversation off the record. I asked her, obviously, and she said, it's totally fine to share behind the paywall. I give her my advice on where to start because she um, is kind of in the beginning of her own situation. (laughs) Um, That's a 10 minute convo. That is um, a paid It's at the end of the paid version of this episode, basically. So you can go to Substack and you can um, just become a paid subscriber and you can listen. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. There will be another episode hopefully very soon. Also, if you have your own problematic story that you would like to possibly share with me on this podcast, you can send an email to problematicstories at gmail.com. I actually got a couple emails that I did not see because I thought they were forwarding to my main email, but they didn't. So if you sent me something and I didn't respond yet, I will be responding soon. And if you have a good story and you would like to share with me and um, know that you could you know, speak on a podcast and explain your story. Um, Again, email problematicstories at gmail.com. Okay, thank you. Talk to you guys later. Bye.